Oh yeah, we're back with another episode of the On This Grind Book Podcast, where we talk about life lessons learned from the music business. Today's episode is entitled, Pop the Trunk, because when I pop the trunk, hit the deck, y'all pop the trunk. I don't know if you listen to Jalen Jacoby, but that's how that intro goes. Let's get into it. I'm on this grind. Gotta get my seat. I'm on this grind. I'm on this grind. Working up time, and I'm on this grind. I stay on this grind. I was on my way out of town to a show when I realized I forgot something valuable. My wallet. I had been in a rush making sure that I had everything that I needed for the performance, so it must have slipped my mind. I didn't realize it until I saw the gas tank light come on. I still wasn't worried. See, I had a speed pass, a small dongle connected to my credit card that I could use to fill up at an Esso station. Only problem was that the show was in a small town. I'd been driving for 30 minutes in the country and hadn't seen a gas station in miles, let alone a chain like Esso. But instead of panic, I had a smirk on my face. I might not have had money, but I had a box of CDs in the trunk. Worst case scenario, I would park my car near a mall or a coffee shop and sell a few copies. I hadn't done that for years, but I had done it before, many times. The digital era of streaming is great, but one thing I miss is the game of hustling CDs. It's how I learned how to become a salesman. I learned about my product, myself, and it helped me become a better artist. I feel bad that artists nowadays don't learn that hustle. I learned about hustling CDs from reading magazines. I read how a rapper would get a record deal as a result of their independent CD sales. Some sold them from mom-and-pop shops, independent music stores that would sell CDs on consignment. But many rappers would boast about how they would pop the trunk and sell their music directly to the consumer. For a young, aspiring artist like myself, the numbers were mind-boggling. I read stories of an artist selling anywhere from 10,000 to 50,000 out the trunk. And I would take those numbers as fact. Now I realize that many of those stats were likely embellished. It's a lot more difficult to hit 10,000 in sales than I realized back then. But for me, it was inspiration. One of the first successful popping the trunk strategies I would employ was to go to a beach. I would carry a box of 50 CDs. I chose beaches because they were a high traffic area where people are usually in a good mood and have disposable money. It was during these beach trips that I learned the importance of the pitch. See, I've been on the other side. I'd heard rappers try selling their CDs to me. The most common pitch was, hey, do you like hip-hop? At first, it worked on me. I would stop and listen more to the pitch. But it didn't take long until I heard it so frequently, it was an instant turnoff. It was weak, boring, and it would rarely hook the potential customer. Instead, I looked to engage the consumer by utilizing one of my best skills, freestyling. Hey, what's up, man? You want to hear a quick freestyle? While I have a record for freestyling eight hours, I knew that I couldn't overdo it or they'd lose interest. I would ask for three topics and deliver a quick one-minute freestyle. It would seal the deal more times than not. Similar to the rappers I idolized and studied, I sold my CDs in independent stores. But I quickly learned how challenging this was. They would only stock a couple of CDs. If you sold out, it meant you'd have to bring a couple more to restock. It didn't take me long to realize how difficult it would be to sell a lot of copies. But popping the trunk, I had the ability to sell 10, 20, 50 sometimes even 100 CDs in an afternoon. The days of popping the trunk may be over, but the hustle isn't. Artists will always need to create compelling ways to sell our product. It can be challenging in the digital era. Consumers expect music for free. During COVID-19, many artists started streaming their concerts over social media. 
It's a great way to engage with their audience. But the downside is that many artists aren't monetizing their performances or their music. I feel bad for the young artists that didn't grow up in the CD hustle era. As an introvert, it forced me to become a salesman. It forced me to stand up and support the music that I was releasing. I couldn't hide behind a keyboard and computer screen. The demise of popping the trunk didn't happen overnight. It was gradual. As CDs became cheaper to manufacture and the industry began shifting to streaming, artists would still press thousands of copies of their music, but now they would give them out for free. CDs became a promotional tool. I did it too. But the thing I like about selling a CD is that it gave the disc value. When someone turns over their hard-earned money to buy your music, they're showing that they value what you created. You may not have to pop a trunk, but you can keep that spirit. Value your work. Charge a fair price. Always hustle. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode of the On This Ground Book Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, review, and hit me up at IMDO Gibson. And as always, make sure to take some time to stay on your grind.